Hello and welcome to the Networking Lab. I'm your host, Jamie Stewart from Circle Networks. Are you ready to scale your business in order to earn more and work less? In this podcast, I share insights and interviews with real business owners to reveal what's working for them, to help you leverage time and your network to improve your life and business. Hello and welcome. It's episode 27 of the Networking Lab, and today I'm joined by Mr. Giraffe himself, Elliot Kay. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. I love that. You've got the prompt there ready. So I, I was I was introduced to Elliot by a good friend of mine, Jay Allen, and we've got to know each other over the last few months. And I thought he would be a great person to have on the, the podcast as a guest to share some of his knowledge and expertise. Um, Elliot, without me stumbling and trying to, to introduce you badly, just introduce yourself mm-hmm. and tell us a bit about what you do. Of course. So uh, I don't think I am the giraffe, man, but we do talk about being more giraffe. I think it's slightly different. And I'll tell you why, because someone pulled me up on that. Um, the thing is, when I first came out with Boom, Be More Giraffe, and actually she said to me, she's very high, high up in the kind of speaker booker world, and she said, you don't want to get known as the giraffe, man, because you're not. You're actually about being more giraffe. So, And that's when I actually stopped wearing, because I used to do talks wearing a giraffe outfit and things like that. And that's actually when I stop kind of doing a lot of that. I still do it to make a point every now and then. But yes, my name is Elliot Kay, and I basically work with experts that speak to help them stand out, be seen, be heard for all the right reasons and be more giraffe, which actually means from their marketing positioning, from their type of talks they do, that they stand above the rest and they rise above the rest for all the right reasons. And that depends on you individually, your style, who you are, because a lot of people go, what does that mean being louder? Or more obnoxious I'm like not at all um and that's a whole different you know being more giraffe is a whole philosophy and um I've written six books now and I've uh, won awards I've been doing this for over a decade I've run three businesses and that's just a little bit about me I live in Devon I have two beautiful kids and a wife and uh, I go running along the shores of uh, the Jurassic Coast here in the UK and that's a little bit about me I suppose Okay. Well, let me, the, the first thing that came to mind, you help experts that speak. Yes. So how is that different is to being, how is that different to perhaps being a, a speaker coach? Okay. So I'll say coach as well, but the people I work with tend to be experts that speak. So there are speakers there and the whole business is I speak, I get paid. Fabulous. Love those guys. They're not, I work with some people like that who just build a speaking business and their whole premise is delivering talks, nothing else. I love working with experts that speak because they tend to have a cause or something that they stand for and they put in the work and they really own their lane. And, you know, it might be they've written the book. It might be they've built the following. It might be that they're just incredibly um, knowledgeable on a topic and they stand on stage to uh, share that expertise. And that's really who I love working with. I love working with speakers as well, but I love working with experts who speak because who I tend to attract are those who want to do good in the world. They want to influence industries. They want to impact people's lives. You know, so anything, and it can be a variety, by the way. I work with recruitment people. I work with, you know, creatives. I work with trainers, consultants, coaches. I work with authors, but they all want to do something better in their industries. And that's really where I come in and 
I love working with experts that speak, you know, they, they've got a mission, they've got a vision versus, you know, I just want to get paid to speak now. There's something beyond that. Of course they want to get paid to speak, but there's a reason beyond getting paid. And that's why I like working with experts that speak. Okay. I like that. Thank you for that explanation. Um, You're very welcome. So how did you get into this? What What's your story and what's led you to this point? Into the speaking side or yeah. just life? <laughs> um, so long story short back in 2000 so I used to be a corporate trainer so I used to work with some very big brands here in the UK Sky TV Talk Talk KFC Pizza Heart Waterstones and I used to design their customer service training and I was an account manager so I used to deal with the accounts themselves anything from 50 million pound accounts downwards right so big accounts small accounts but I became very good at delivering a training in line with their brand value. So I became part of the pitch when we used to go pitch with things like Elliot, he's an expert in this. He can do all these things for you. You should, you know, this way you should win the contract beyond the, the delivery of the service, right? And then what happened was I wanted to become a better trainer. And as a result of that, I was Googling, I was looking at all these courses about training, trainer, trainer, and I landed on a coaching course. And I really loved well, the coaching course was going to teach me. So I bought the coaching course because it'll teach me about human psychology, rapport building, all these things. And then, and I did it like old school. So I, as part of the course, had to work with people. I had to work with 15 people to learn to be a coach. And it took three months. And at the end of it, I got certified. Versus, you know, these days you can do a weekend or just fill in the yeah. form online and they call you call yourself a coach. <laughs> So I did that. <laughs> and then um, what happened was I realized that I could really have an impact on people versus the training world where you go in, you tick a box, you might, well, you know, might actually have a tiny influence because you're part of a big, big cog, right? And so I did that. And then um, I was working with this lady called Jan, who said one thing that changed the whole course of my career. She said, I learned through working with you that I need to be happy to lose weight and not lose weight to be happy. And that was the sentence that gave me shivers. And I had this epiphany moment, like, oh my gosh, this is what I need to be doing. And then I started to pursue coaching. And then in 2010, I launched my coaching business, which I was known as the coach with the hat at the time. I've always had something that's, you know, memorable, I think. I did that for five years, launched a, you know, a, a, a seminar called Power to Succeed, which did really well. I, I wrote the book Power to Succeed. And then 2015, I I changed direction because, there's so, you know, we, we, we had a very expensive business model. So we did the whole two days upfront free and then you upsold a year program. And so, you know, I'm talking to my wife about it last night because actually someone asked me if I would bring it back. Uh, literally, I was in London on Wednesday and they're like, would you ever bring that back? And I was like, no. And she asked me why. And I said, well, number one, it's a huge expense up, expense up front. So even back then, 2011, 2012, spending six grand up front yeah. before I even did anything, right? And then you've got the, the pressure of selling and the intensity. And so I was like, no, I wouldn't bring it back. After that, I moved into strategy and I focused on coaches, trainers, consultants, speakers. Um, but throughout this whole period, I was always part of Speaker Express. I was always part of the speaking industry. I became an international trainer for another company. And then as my business partner at the time, she pulled me and said, look, I really want to do this. I'd love to do it with you. Can you be involved? So for the first few years, it was never full time. In fact, it took me to 2018 
to move full time into Speaker Express. So eight years after it was launched, finally, she's like, would you come in full time now? I was like, you know what? Yes. But then, of course, I came in full time and she left. <laughs> so there you go. Two years later, she moved to Australia with her husband. She's having a great time. And she left me with the business. And um, that's how I ended up doing what I'm doing. I've, I've written two books on public speaking now. One's called Speak, Influence, Sell. The other one's called How to Stand Out as a Speaking Be More Giraffe. And so I've been a decade, over a decade now in the speaking space and over a decade building businesses. And, you know, the problem I have is I've got a very creative brain. So I'm always thinking of, oh, we could do this. We could do that. We could build this. Let's do that. Let's do this. Oh, I can do this. Like even before we started the podcast, like, yeah. oh, we, you could do this. Elias. like, oh, no, you're starting my creative juices. <laughs> uh, so I have to be careful with that. Um you know, even my wife is like, I've told her I'm going to write another book. She's like, what? Another book? You've written six. You've written six. Isn't that enough? I'm like, no, this one has to be the one. So, uh, yeah. So that's how I've ended up here, here today. In, in, a, in a nutshell, that's the very edited version, believe it or not. Okay. Uh, so I think there's a there's a lot of people that listen to this, a lot of people that go networking who yes. be- become speakers, don't necessarily set off on the journey wanting to be a speaker but mm-hmm. speaking is a big part of it they are an expert in what they do yep and what they realize is if they're going to go networking and start to get to know people and develop relationships and then at most networking events there's an opportunity to do some form of presentation even whether it is literally a 60 second presentation yep. or a bigger one for 10 minutes or possibly run your own training course you end up becoming a speaker they wouldn't necessarily class them as speakers, though, themselves as speakers. Yeah. I'm guessing that those are the kind of people who are probably a year away from realizing, actually, I need to work on my speaking skills to develop my business. Is that the journey that people probably go on? Yes. I don't, it doesn't always take, I mean, a year's probably a, a good timeline. I think what tends to happen is, I, I, you know, throughout the pandemic and I, I've been fighting I'm like, listen, why aren't you speaking? Speaking is your best source of marketing. You know, the big, the biggest investment you need to do is your time. Okay. Even if you don't work with someone like me who can help with everything, like it just 45 minutes of marketing, like of, of, of focused eyeballs on you. Why would you not want that? Oh, PPC did it. That, that's important, right? Facebook, whatever the avenue is. But nothing is as strong as advert for you than someone speak, hearing, you, hearing you speak, right? Whether it's 60 seconds, seven minutes, like you have at Circle Networks, you know, or, 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 or more. So I think here's what tends to happen. Um, the people that I tend to work with or find me, they either truly understand the value of it, right? You and me, we connected. And you're like, yeah, I get, I get the value of it. Like, boom, I'm on it. And plus you've got a great story, right? What tends to happen is a lot of people will pursue that path and then have a bad experience. And that's normally when they're like, I think I need to work with someone. And then they might find me or someone else, right? There's plenty of people out there. Um, the other one that happens is, for example, with Maria, who I worked with, um, she, for a year, ironically, <coughs> excuse me, um, she had delivered talks and got no sales. Like she goes, I, I'm doing the talks. It's not confidence, but I'm not converting. I'm not getting the leads. I'm not getting the sales again. So that's when she turned to me and we reframed and we worked her talk and then she made 20K in sales. So for me, something tends to happen that prompts it when they kind of find me. 
Um, and I think part of that is because I don't lead with the whole, I'll show you how to make a million pounds. I'll show you to a hundred K, right? I can do that, but I don't lead with that with my messaging. Yeah. And that's, again, that's the difference between people that tend to want to be speakers and get paid and experts that speak because also experts that speaks are a lot more open-minded and potentially speaking at no cost for selling uh, as well as getting paid. And so, yeah, they find me when they, they hit a snag or they realize that they're not representing themselves properly or so something tends to happen to prompt them to find me and and it can be like doing one really bad one or they've done several and not getting results so that's kind of where they come along to me and what happens when people come and work with you then so you've, you've well they, some overnight they become a sensation and you know they make millions <laughs> and it just you know happens within you know one night that's what happens when they work with me and I'm, I'm not sure about the other coaches there <laughs> so i interrupted you halfway through the question what was no the no that, that's the answer that i was expecting work with elliot become mega successful retire overnight 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 yes you never have to work again <laughs> no what happens <laughs> again it depends what they need and want it depends on what how we work together but one of my kind of geniuses, and this isn't about me being, look at me, I'm so clever. One of my kind of superpowers is my ability to hear how someone talks or, or speaks and say it back to them in a way that's cleaner, more concise, and more powerful. That's kind of where I come in. So a lot of people come for me with talks like Maria and other people like Ed, the guy in recruitment, you know, I would hear what they would say, and then I'm able to filter that and go say it this way. Uh, they still need to own it, and it becomes more powerful, stronger. So when I work with people in their talks, I help elevate their delivery, right? When I work with people on their marketing as speakers, as experts that speak, then it's also about the type of content output. And again, how they're going to be more giraffe, how they're going to stand out differently. You know, when we talk about, you know, you and we talked about recently about the outreach, when you do outreach to get booked, that your messaging is different. You know, we're, we're big on using LinkedIn for that. That It's not your typical, hi, I'm a speaker. You should book me. Here's why. Yeah. That there's something different that warms them up that either gets you yes or no. That's okay. You know, um, that's what I do when I work with a lot of people in their marketing. So we show them how to use marketing. We'll show them how to message in a way that's congruent to them. I don't want everybody to use my style because that's me. Right? I tell a bad joke when I reach out on LinkedIn purposely or a dad joke because actually it gets a reaction or makes people laugh or, you know, they go, that's a terrible joke, but I like it. Let me connect with you. And that's what I do. So for me, it's about being the whole package as well. So it really does depend where they come in and work with me. But my my key outcome when I work with people is you'll stand out, you're authentically you, and that's what you booked for. That's the key outcome that I like for people. So if you're listening to this, it's not just that you work with Elliot and he will tell you how to get your voice across, how to articulate your message. It's broader than that. It's thinking about who you want to speak to and giving you a structure and a process for how to go ahead and get in touch with those people to get you the bookings that you're looking for. So there is a a, mark, a sales and marketing element to selling how to sell yourself to get the speaking opportunities that you want in order to then go and deliver a fantastic keynote or your message or your presentation. And then, if it's appropriate, generate sales from that as well sales or, or, or get paid yeah. yeah i mean i think i've I talked to you about this i think i find a lot of people are 50 percent speakers 
right? So they're the really good speakers, terrible marketeers, or they're really good marketeers and terrible speakers, right? So what I'd love to do is you to be a hundred percent speaker, which means you're a great marketeer as a speaker, as an expert that speaks, and you deliver world-class content. That's my aim. I find most speakers in the space are, are one or the other, which is why you like there's a small percentage of people who speak that dominate the space because they're both and they're really good at it. That's why. And I found it interesting to speak to you because I'd always thought that a speaker coach would just tell you how to stand, how to project your voice, perhaps work on the the content that you're delivering, but there's all the work that goes on beforehand that you help people with in order to get the speaking opportunity. So it, it's a bit like people got this amazing product. If I, if I build it, they will come, but it's not that, is it? You've, you've got to have the great talk, but you need to do the work beforehand to get the opportunities and you help people to get the opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. Opportunities and deliver a great talk. That's what I mean. Like it's a hundred percent. And you know, certain people do come to me just for the delivery side. Um, I'm, I'm not, a mass, I don't focus a lot on confidence. There's a lot of confidence coaches there. I tend to work with people already confident and yeah, sure. If we're changing or tweaking or introducing a story that maybe they never told before, then I, I help with the confidence of delivery that, but I don't work with people that are like shaking, you know, that's just not me. I've got nothing yeah. against it, but it's just not me. Um, it is about being the full package. And a lot of people think, how hard can it be? I'll just go on stage and I'll talk. Well, actually, it's very hard. <laughs> you know, if you want to be world-class, it's very, you, you can be terrible. That's very easy to be terrible speaker. As we know, we see a lot of them. Uh, and it is about the opportunity. And, you know, you talked about, yes, I do help with the the pacing and the tonality and stand here, stand there. But, you know, if a play, if we take a metaphor of a play, you know, you don't start writing the play until you've got all the background and the characters and da, da, da. And of course that can come from experimentation but generally speaking by the time actors are involved in reading the script a lot has gone in the preparation and all that so it's the same like there's a lot of preparation to do to get to that point of deliverance by the time I just work when I work on the voice or stand here stand there we would already gone through a structure already structured the talk and then it's about changing tweaking you know, I always have feedback sessions with my clients. I always have cleanup sessions, but we'd already worked on the talk. Every now and then someone goes, can you just review my talk? And then we'd work on that. But that's very rare um, because there's a reason why they've turned to me. So it's a small part of it, an important part of it. You know, if you take speakers like Les Brown, he still listens to his recordings and he listens to the micro detail because obviously he's a 250 million pound speaker, right? So that's what he makes a year, but he also does speaker training. So he still looks at the detail, but he's at such a level that he's well aware what one second can do and the impact it has. Um, but he's done all this work before he got there. And that's where a lot of people, again, because, you know, if we're very honest, Jamie, speaking does have that kind of dream-like feel. I'll be a speaker, I'll get up in front of a thousand people, I'll make loads of money. And that's still what drives a lot of people. The amount of people that turn to me during the pandemic going, I need to make money, help me speak. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. You know, it's it, you can. It's not that simple always because also you, you've got to be solving a big problem that people are willing to pay for. You've got to be in an industry that's going to pay for it. I mean, and you have to stand above the rest. So if you want to make lots of money, then you've got to do the work. Yeah. So back to your point is, yeah, a speaker coach, a speaker mentor, because I, I mentor a lot of people as well. Yes, we do that, but that's a tiny part 
unless I'm a voice specialist, unless I'm a, you know, a, a staging specialist, then maybe that's all I'll do. But there's a lot that goes into it beforehand. And I think that's, you know, from the work we've done and the work I do with other speakers, you suddenly like, whoa, there's a lot. And then again, a lot of people fall off, they fall off the, the path because like, oh, I didn't think I had to do this much work. I just, I'm going to show up, I'm going to speak. <laughs> so it's opened my eyes to it working with you. I'll be honest. Yeah, it's very different, right? And that's why I want people to understand that it's such a powerful part of your business and it's so important but if you want to be world-class, it needs to be done properly. And people generally in their area of expertise, so their core activity with their, with their business, they will put that effort into it. They will work out what it is that they're good at. For example, let's let's say someone is a copywriter. They'll have yeah. done some training. They'll have a natural flair for it. They'll research it. They'll follow other people. They'll constantly work on what they're doing and try and improve it. And that's people in their zone of genius. And yeah. yet there's another part of being a business owner, which is all about getting clients. And that's the bit where people struggle with. And that's what you're saying that you help people with. If if you're an expert who speaks and you want to get bookings, you've got to learn how to get the bookings. And that's a big part of what you offer. That's the 50% that people are missing generally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the other I think is worth mentioning is people really struggle with how, how they ask for their fee as well but again that's a tiny part recently i was speaking to someone she's quite well known she's fairly big she's been on tv and she asked me so earlier would you represent me i'm like why do you need representation like you know you're quite a big name i mean she's huge on Inst you know instagram and she's got massive following so it's not like she's like oh you know i just can't do it for myself i'm like okay well so next time you have an inbound query put them my way and i'll, I'll, I'll negotiate for you but I'm not dealing with the contracts. That's why I, that's why I refuse yeah. to build a bureau or an agency. It's because I don't want to deal with legalities. But that's another part. I feel that, you know, how do you put a price on your expertise? How do you ask for that? Because people still have problems. Americans, not so much. But people in this country, like, how do I, well, I can ask for that. I can ask for a thousand pounds, 10,000. Yeah. But, you know. It's also, and then you get the other extreme, like, oh, I am a 10,000 pound speaker. And it's like, well, you're not, you're not, you know, and they think they are. And okay, I know there's a whole belief versus, but someone's going to pay you 10 grand. You have to bring a hundred grand of value to the table, right? <laughs> Excuse me. You have to be really good, really unique, really relevant. And I'm not saying that you can't. But people don't quite get that. Well, but by in three books, yes, but you're in an industry where people don't pay for for speaking. You're in an industry where you exp actually people there's so many that don't charge that to charge ten grand just puts people off. So again, it's understanding those dynamics as well. So give me give me some examples. This is called networking lab. So the lab stands for life and business. Give mm -hmm. me some examples of how your network have helped you along your career. So some ways the network, obviously in terms of inviting me to speak, like I am right now with Circle Networks, which I highly recommend, which is a very friendly and welcoming networking, you know. And I've um, not even paid you to say that. You've done No, that. no, definitely haven't, but it's worth saying. You know, because also I think, again, you know, as a business owner, if we're going to talk, you know, often we're network, right? And then I think what happens is, and you probably find this, you, you get pickier and pickier where you network, right? Because a lot of them can be a waste of time and, you know, when I was invited in by you to come join the circle, like, okay, is this somewhere where I, 
you know, we're going to, is it a good value? Is it somewhere where I'm going to feel at home? Is it somewhere I want to give up 90 minutes a week? Of, yeah. And so far, the, absolutely. I, th I think it's been, it's an incredible network and I highly recommend it. No, he's not paying me to say that um, because, you know, often also networks reflect the leadership team. And if the leadership is warm and welcoming, then the network tends to be right, which in this case is you. So kudos to you. Thank you. Networking's helped in terms of A, opens up doors, right, to speak for me. Well, if you talk about me um, yeah. being pulled in to do presentations, but also it's opened up opportunities for referrals, like, oh, check this guy out, speak to this guy. But I think more importantly, above all that, it's it's given me the opportunity to serve and support. And, you know, when someone turns to me, Elliot, can I have this credit? Elliot, I want to pick your break. Cool, let's do this, right? Because we're part of the same network and we we lift each other up, right? And so there's certain times I might turn to network and go, oh, I need help. But other... And I think that's the key. If you come to your network, how can I support? How can I serve versus what can I get? You'll always gain something, right? And it's not always like, oh, here's a sale. Let me pay you. Sometimes service comes first. And I think that's what I really gained from being part of networks. Even on Wednesday, I was... Uh, I was in London. I was one of the, I still am one of the judges for the business book awards, you know, and just being able to serve all those authors being involved in the decision-making what's get shortlisted, whatnot. It's funny. I said to one of the people there on Tuesday when I was helping set up again, no one paid me for that. No one told me I had to do that. I showed up cause I wanted to serve. And I said, wow, this must, this isn't what kids must feel like at Christmas opening all these boxes and all these books coming out and knowing that people's hard work's gone into that. I'm going to have a, a part in hopefully elevating some of them. And for someone that's dyslexic that struggles to write, I know we're in six books, but it's not easy for me. It just felt, I was so excited for everyone in that room. And even on Wednesday when they had the reveal party and I was there, I stood at the back, you know, I, I, there was an opportunity to speak and I actually gave it to someone else, um, you know, to read the names out and stuff like that. I actually gave it to Dee, who's an incredible woman. And I did that because I was there to serve. I wasn't there to speak. I was there to do what's right for the event. I was there to do what needs to be done. And that's it. And when you're part of a network and you come from that place, then you're always going to find pleasure. You're always going to enjoy it. And, you know, that's to me what networking's done for me. And that's why, again, I feel very at home with, with Circle is because there's that element about it. And yes, of course, we're all business owners. And yes, we want opportunities. And yes, we want to monetize it. But I think the biggest thing that being part of the correct network for you, whoever's listening to this, whoever it might be, is the opportunity to serve, but also the opportunity to, for doors to open. And whatever that looks like, that's what networking's given me. Does that answer your question? It does. Better than I was expecting. <laughs> um, so I, I've signed up to one of your services, um, Gig Getters. Just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so Gig Getters right now is an alert service. And what we do is I have a team that sit there in the dark. They're not allowed out, right? No, I'm kidding. And we find speaking opportunities from across the world, actually. It started off the UK, but then we expanded. Uh, and it's anything from, you know, customer service, sales, coaching, wealth building, uh, whatever you might need. And every day we send an email out, pretty much every day, with the opportunities. Once we find them, we email them out. And then um, after that, you know, it's up to you to apply, but we also show you where to apply and you click on the link. So there's always something to do um, when we send them out. We always find the information out for you because a lot of people don't have the time or the capacity to go looking. So we do that for you and then we send it out. So the Gig Getters Alert Service, uh, that's what that is. And 
yeah, we've been going for a while and I've got my vision of how I'm going to improve it and take it to the next level. It's going to take some time because I need to build the technology and all that. Um, but for now, it's an email service that sends out speaking opportunities to your inbox every single day, pretty much. How expensive is it? Oh, you know, some people had to sell their first child. You know, some people sold two children. No, I'm kidding. Um, so it's $9.99 a month uh, or 97 for the year. So in, I guess technically you get two months free, kind of. Yeah. It's not exactly mathematically two months free, but it pretty much is. Uh, plus VAT, of course. Um, and that's it. And, you know, if you're on the monthly subscription and and you're like, hey, I'm okay, I'm done, you just send us an email and we cancel it. There's no contract, there's no commitment, and um, that's what we do. So if you are interested at all, then you just go to giggetters.com forward slash alerts, or you get in touch with Jamie and ask him to send him his link. And uh, we go from there. But, yeah, because I just, you know, I know myself how hard it can be to find speaking opportunities, whether you're a pro or you just want to use it for marketing. Um, and so that's what we're doing right now is just also, by the way, if, if you're interested in partnering with us because you have a community that can benefit, do reach out to me because we are looking for partners who are happy to to test this out uh, on their community and then serve. So, yeah, that's that's what that's that's our main focus right now. And then let's take a step back then. So that's your kind of entry level offer for people if they want to dip their toe in and find out what it's like and the services. What's your core service that you offer people for, for speaking? Yeah, I've got I've got two levels right now. Um, one is what we call the efficient speaking and selling program. And that's very sort of, we've structured it in a way that goes, I'm going to put skin in the game too. Uh, and so, one, you know, they would join for a certain fee, but then nothing for 90 days. And we show them how to deliver a killer talk, but also how to use LinkedIn for marketing. And then we have uh, every two weeks, we have uh, what we call drop-in calls where people come ask questions. And that's it, you know, and, and the payment structured in a way that either you go make the money and pay me up in the rest uh, once you made the money or it's staggered over 90 days. So again, there's not that choky monthly, oh my God, nothing's happened. And I wanted to take that away and also go, look, I'm going to put my skin in the game too, right? Um, the other some the other one is is my mentoring service. At this point, I do have masterminds, but we've paused them for now. Um, is my mentoring service where I work with you one to one over ten months. We do all this building, everything we talked about, which is you know we give you two killer talks. One's a signature talk, one's a keynote. We show you how to build your marketing, how to use LinkedIn, everything, everything for you to go out there and potentially make what I would say about a hundred grand. But that does involve selling as well, not just from keynotes. I want to be clear on that. Um, and again, I structured in a way you pay me a fee up front and you only pay me the second half once you've made £20,000 UK. Those are the current offerings that I have. Um, you know, I, I wanted to keep, I streamlined them. You know, I did do masterminds and all that. And I do want to bring the masterminds back because I massively enjoy them. But because we kind of streamlined a little bit, I just want to get focused. So those are the two levels to work. Or you could do like a three sessions with me, which is basically structure your talk, you deliver it, I clean it up. That's the other thing that we do. So I like it. Yeah, there's that okay. too. So if you've enjoyed listening to Elliot and you think that he might be able to offer some value to you in your area of expertise, where Elliot is the best place to, to find out more and get in touch with you. So you, yeah, uh, LinkedIn is, you know, if you want to like a real feel for me and my content and, you know, then LinkedIn is the place. That's the only place I'm really active. I'm not really active anywhere else. Although we post here and there. So LinkedIn, Elliot K, spelled the right way, E-L-L-I-O-T and K-A-Y, 
no additions, no double T's, no E's at the end, just Elliot K. The other thing is just feel free to drop me a message. Uh, hello at speakerexpress.co.uk. So that's hello at speakerexpress.co.uk. And just mention the podcast, you know, so I know where you came from. Uh, and then we can have a conversation. The first thing I'll do is talk to you. And I just want to find out because often sometimes people get in touch and we're not quite right. So at least I know where to refer you, especially when people uh, contact me about, you know, confidence and things like that. And depending what the confidence issue is, I might actually refer you to someone and go, no, they're much better to work with than me. Uh, only because I don't focus on that. Not because yeah. they're better than me, if you know what I mean. So yeah, hello at Speaker Express or drop me a line on LinkedIn. Best way. Elliot K, spelled the right way. Or you might even bump into him at some Circle Networks events. There is that too. There is that too. Absolutely. Um, right. Last question for you now. What's the one tip you would give to somebody who's interested in becoming a speaker? Start before you're ready. <laughs> there we go. Always. Look, I think the temptation is to be ready, right? Oh, when I have my talk, when I have this, when I have that. Again, I find this with the people I work with, especially in the efficient speaking and selling program. They, they're like, oh, when I have this ready, I'll do the outreach. I'll do that. I'm like, no, do the outreach because it'll help you get ready. Yes. So my big tip is start before you're ready. Boom. Mic drop. Pow. Of that. And finally, you have your own podcast as well, don't you? I do. Uh, it is. If you again back to LinkedIn, we actually screen it live every Monday at one o'clock. Uh, so you, if you follow me on LinkedIn or join me on LinkedIn, it's called the Public Speaking Experts Podcast. Uh, and it's arranged from me talking for about 10 to 12 minutes or interviewing experts. We're going to get you on there as well, aren't we, Jamie? Um, so it's a real mix. But if you want to watch it live, it's filmed every Monday on and streamed on LinkedIn on my YouTube channel. Uh, and if you just want to follow us, then we release a new episode every Saturday. We're on season two, and that's all about influence. And I've already recorded 30 episodes. I couldn't believe it when my 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 person told me that. I was like, because I've missed a couple of weeks for various reasons. I was a bit worried that we're falling behind and I need to turn. It's like, how many episodes we got? It's like 30. I'm like, oh my gosh. And considering we only started recording in what, January, she's like, yeah, you just keep banging out these episodes. I'm like, okay, cool. Because <laughs> I can slow down a bit. But yeah, every Monday, one o'clock UK time, um, the Public Speaking Expert show is streamed live. Join us. Love it. Thank you. I, I get great value from that. So I would highly recommend that you either tune in live on Mondays or catch up on the, the, the audio podcast afterwards. I've loved having you on, Elliot. Thank you very much. Um, if you have liked this show, I'd appreciate it if you could share this with one other person. Who's the one person that you could share this with that might find it valuable? So who do you know who's an expert that's good at what they do that might be interested in developing their speaking skills? They might get value from this and and find out that there's more to speaking than just speaking. There's the marketing and then what you do afterwards that goes with it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Elliot. I've really enjoyed having you on. Thanks for having me.